Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is Dukes and Bell. Thanks to Chuck Smith. Uh, that was uh, impromptu, by the way. We did not have him scheduled today. He just was listening to Mike and I talk about Dante Fowler, which we'll right. dive back into at 5 o'clock. And he was riding along and was like, hey, let me, let me talk about this with you guys. And then took us somewhere we didn't think. We didn't know where he was going. <laughs> well, with that. like I said, now we know uh, why we never saw Chuck at Falcons practice. Yeah, man. With Dan Quinn. With Dan Quinn. It's Dukes and Bell. Uh, very interesting stuff, though. If you missed it, it will be up online at odyssey.com. Let's say good afternoon to our man, president of Atlanta United, Darren Eels, who makes his weekly visit by the show. And, and Darren, first of all, good afternoon. How are you? Afternoon, chat. Yeah, doing good. After a couple of wins on the bounce. A lot nicer to be on the show. Yeah, a lot less less stress, you know. I mean, a lot lot of good cop, bad cop the last couple of weeks, Darren. But, uh, you know, I know I've asked you a million times, but it seems like Barco and and the guys are just, they're responding, and more importantly, they're finishing. But uh, you got to love the job that your interim coach is is doing and the fact that he's going to stick around with Pineda. Yeah, no, I think it's been brilliant. I mean, it's fantastic to see with Gonzalo and Rob. You know, they've been in constant communication, really, from a couple of days before we announce. So, you know, I think that's really exciting because obviously Rob's done a great job um, in terms of, you know, the connection he has with the players and Gonzalo obviously has a really good understanding with Rob already in the short time they've been working together. So I think, you know, that's exciting for everybody. And look, it was great to get another win. I mean, our fans are unbelievable. Another 67,500 in the stadium. Um, you know, we take it for granted, but it was amazing, the, the atmosphere. And it was one of those games, Mike, where I've never heard a crowd cheer so loudly when it went out for a goal kick where we were in the six minutes trying to hold on. Right. But, you know, our fans sort of willed us all the way to the end of the game and, you know, it's great to get another victory for them. I think for the first time, I'm guessing, Joseph Martinez talked about that he was thinking about retirement. Can you fill us in on this? Because it was kind of a surprise. Mike Conti tweeted it out saying he talked about it in the post-press conference with his injury was it more severe than we were led on to, to think it was? Or was this just Joseph contemplating all the things that were going on with him at the time? No, look, I mean, I think look, it's always tougher than ACL and there was a couple of setbacks that he had. But again, you know, Joseph's such a, you know, his personality, you see it. But, you know, for him, it was certainly some dark days because, you know, he's that type of player that lives for playing the game and lives for scoring goals. I think that's why it was so important for him to get that goal at home because, you know, that's what he's about, scoring that goal in front of the fans. So, look, like every athlete going through it, it's, you know, it's a tough, long rehab. And, you know, everybody, I've been through it as a player as well. You have your dark days. And, you know, the great thing is to see him, you know, back in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, scoring a goal, the winner for us to get us a win. It's just, you know, it means so much to him. So I'm so pleased that he's come through it. And, you know, he's he's back now, three goals in three games and getting towards the Joseph that, that we know and love. But he's definitely been more forthcoming, Darren, with a lot of comments about teammates and the, and the vibe. I mean, it's he's obviously back in the groove, and he's certainly you know feeling good. And again, I know that we heard from uh, Valentino that he's given us. Is he still giving us some time off because the knee is still not a hundred percent? 
Yeah, I think like anything, you know, he's he's going to come back and get to 100% is is going to take time. But I think, you know, what I've noticed from Joseph as well, he's really mature. And I think part of that was the injury. It, you know, um, you know, it forces you to sort of contemplate, you, you know, your career. And I think, you know, he's come out of it much more mature as a player, much more as a leader of the team, because, you know, he is one of our veterans now in the locker room. And, you know, we expect that from Joseph. You know, he's our designated player. He's our talisman. And with that comes a responsibility. And it's been really encouraging to see, you know, Joseph step up and, being more mature, you've seen it with the interviews now. He's, you know, he's speaking the English, uh, and he's a leader in the locker room too, and he knows that. I think you know that's one of the, you know, the positives. I mean, you know, take the silver lining. No one wishes an injury on anyone, and Joseph's done really well to battle through. But I think he's become a lot more mature as a person from that uh, from that injury, and that's great to see. Yeah, I think he even said, you know, he looks at, at Barco like his little brother. I mean, that was an interesting comment that we hadn't heard him say uh, either. It's Darren Eels, guys, joining us here on Dukes and Bell. What do you know about Toronto? Well, I mean, look, they're a they're a top team and they're struggling this year, so you know <laughs> they're having a having a tough time with it. They're bottom of the table at the moment, but they've got some really good players, and you know they're definitely not a team that we can take for granted. They've been a bit of a bogey team for us. You know, you think back to back to that 2018 when he could have won the Supporters Shield and they beat us, and you know they, they always seem to be a team that uh, cause us problems. So we absolutely can't take them for granted. You know, they've got some top-class players and, you know, they're going to be really up for it. They've got, a, you know, their interim coach that they've now named till the end of the season. They're going to be coming trying to get the three points. So we've got to be on our game. But, um, you know, it's going to be interesting. Um, you always complain that I don't give you breaking news, but we've literally just this second been told from the visa that Luis Arne signing, Luis Araujo, oh. is going to be available for selection. So, you know, that's exciting um, that he's going to be there ready to, to be part of the squad. And, you know, I think, you know, him he's going to be a real boost to the team in the second half of this season. All right. That's, we're getting some good news. I mean, this reminds me, Carl, of like 2019 where we're kind of like not really getting traction and Darren kept saying, long season, long season. We're like, ah, we're going to run out of season. And now things are starting to happen. And you take, and again, it's water under the bridge, but some of those matches we should have won where we let leads get away, we're in the playoffs right now. So, so Darren, Darren Neals joins us, guys. We're just tuning in, president of Atlanta United. What does Gonzalo Pineda do right now? Does he kind of just – let it flow and hands off, or does he? You think he's going to come in and be decisive? Because right now the the stew has been cooked by a chef named Valentino, and it tastes pretty good. Yeah, no, look, and they're talking. Like I said, they've been talking for you know over a week now. And look, Gonzalo's gone on record in the media, and obviously when we were chatting in in the interview process, and you know he understands that at this stage you'd be crazy to try and change things too quickly. It's about mentality, it's about playing with a passion for the fans, all the things that that we've been seeing in the last couple of games, keeping that going and keeping the message simple. What we can't do is change things during the middle of the season in a drastic way. You know, Gonzalo knows that, but there'll be small little fixes as time goes on that he'll see and be able to sort of implement. But, you know, his approach will be absolutely, you know, let's keep the continuity. I think it's refreshing. You know, with Gonzalo, one of the things that, that really, you know, stuck out to me is that he, you know, he believes in our players. He said that to the players on the Zoom call when he spoke to them on the Wednesday before we announced. And, you know, he genuinely believes that. He thinks his squad is good enough to make the playoffs and go on a run. And so from that perspective, you know, he's coming in with the knowledge of MLS, but also with you know, knowledge of these players and the belief in these players. And that's what, you know, I think, you know, ultimately that's what the players need to hear and that's what they need to be showing on the pitch. And they've certainly shown that in the last couple of matches. And, you know, one swallow doesn't make a summer, but I feel like we're seeing that improvement. You add into the mix with Luis, you know, being available now um, with some players coming back from injury like Brooks Lennon, who got on the pitch in the last game. And, you know, we've got the makings, hopefully, of being able to go on a run in the second half of the season. 
the great thing about MLS, you know, compared to the rest of the world of soccer is you just got to get in the playoffs and then anything can happen. You are big time. You know this, right? I saw that picture with you and Owen Wilson. What were you guys doing yeah, hanging out? Cool. Yeah, me and my mate Owen. No, it was great. What I loved is, so he was there with uh, his children, big soccer fans. Mm. And, you know, they were there in the five stripes gear. So, you know, really engaging, uh, really nice chap. You know, he's here doing a, a lot of filming at the moment. So, you know, I think uh, he's hoping to come to the game tomorrow. Um, he's got to film late, so he's going to perhaps get there late. But just a really nice chap. And it was good that, you know, he did promise me the win at halftime, and we got the win. So, like I said, he's, he's free to come anytime he likes now. That's cool. So he's filming uh, here in town, doing some movies or whatever he's doing, and, and wanted to come to a match or two, and, and uh, you guys just hooked up. That's cool, because I know people were saying, well, does Darren, is Darren no Owen from back in the day or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's silly. I mean, we've got a few, in, few sort of contacts. You know, Millie Bobby Brown is – you know, like coming to the games from uh, Stranger Things and, and her dad is English. She's actually English. She was born born in England. So her dad I know pretty well. So we've got a few contacts that you just get in Atlanta. And, you know, the great thing with Atlanta United, we've seen it, you know, even Kanye, you know, he kept doing his album just so he could come and watch a couple of games. But people love coming to the matches. And right. I think that's the great thing about Atlanta. It's an amazing city. And, you know, sometimes I don't think we all realize how how lucky we are to be in this city. And sometimes when I'm abroad, people don't know of Atlanta They've heard of L.A., they've heard of New York, but it's a hidden gem of North America, in my view. It's a vibrant, exciting, diverse city, and, you know, it's just a fun place. So uh, Kanye did go home, right? Finally, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He said finally. (laughs) No, I just, I mean, you know, I mean, the the, the, the day he was walking around wearing the mask thing, that just made me chuckle. Uh, Darren Eels is with us, guys, from Atlanta United. (laughs) Uh, the good news is things are starting to cook. If you're just tuning in, Araujo is going to be able to play. Paperwork finally came through. There's a lot of you know red tape you got to get through. So w- what needs to improve now, Darren? I mean, it looks like the defense went Bello and Marcus uh, with uh, I should say with with Miles here. It's solidified. So what what concerns you now in this in this in the second half? Well, I think we've got a you know obviously we've got a very small margin for error, so we've got to get those results. We spoke about you know a couple of games earlier in the season, two no up at home. In the 85th minute, we dropped four points there. You know, we absolutely can't afford to do that. So a little bit of game management. Um, you know, it's important that we get the, the points when they're available and, and there for us. I think um, you know, on the attacking front, I think it's going to get better and better. Obviously, Luis has got to get used to the team and be integrated into the squad. You know, Joseph's coming you know, back to the Joseph. We know he's got three goals in three games. I think we've seen Barco since he came back from the Olympics looking really impressive. Uh, and Marcelino you know, Moreno, again, you know, is a great... Um, sort of hockey assist and the ball through to Barco for Joseph's goal on the weekend. So I think, you know, we've got the we've got the potential. I mean, I think second half, we let it slip a little bit against LAFC. Um, you know, they did sort of come back on us. So it's about keeping playing our game and keeping going even when we've got the lead. But I think it's all there. And I think, you know, with Gonzalo coming in uh, with a chance to, like I said, just sort of keep the message simple, but make some tweaks here and there, you know, in collaboration with his assistant coaches and you know, I'm feeling pretty good about the second half of the season, to be honest. You know, Carl, I mean, one thing we know, the worm has turned when VAR helps us out, right, Darren? <laughs> yeah, no, to be fair. And look, and look we, we feel like we've been on the wrong end of a lot of decisions. Uh, so on this one, I'm going to say brilliant job by, by VAR and the pro referees. So they're doing a super job. <laughs> 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 